Now, uh, today's a great celebration. We've just had um, Bertie's baptism. What a celebration, what a joy. Uh, Bertie, you're stealing the show, I think. It's, it's, is it Bertie's birthday tomorrow? It's birthday, Bertie, uh, I can't, that, 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 that. Bertie's birthday tomorrow. Anyone else got a birthday last week, this week? Anyone else? Fantastic, Shona's birthday as well. Is it your, your mum's birthday? So, uh, I think we should, I think we should celebrate. And we all know that a birthday celebration is only a birthday celebration when you play Pass the Parcel. Everyone knows how to play. Uh, You're never too young. Now, I I absolutely stole this uh, from Lizzie, this way of doing um, Pass the Parcel. Our our children and families work out. So I'm kind of sorry, but not sorry. It's a good idea. I've stolen it. Um, So I actually got eight Pass the Parcels. Those of you watching at home, I'm sorry, I, I've not yet worked out how to kind of get a pass the parcel to you. Um, if I did, we'd be here all day. Um, you're going to play in four, four teams. Let's start playing pass the parcel. Oh, hey, the music has stopped. So if you are holding the parcel, please, uh, please open the first layer. And there should be a little something in there. Give me, if you've got something, give it a wave. Let's see what you've got. Hey, okay, there should be, no, there should be a little bag of Haribo or something like that. It's absolutely lovely, isn't it, when, um, when you get something, even if it's something really small, when you weren't expecting it, wasn't it? Now, the thing about playing past the parcel, right, is it shows, it shows us all what we're really like. Now, grown-ups, don't think this doesn't include you. You're just better at hiding it. Okay, as the parcel comes to you and the music's playing and you get hold of it and the music's still going, what do you want to do? You want to hold on to it, don't you? And then when you're told to pass it on, you kind of go grumble and groan, don't you? Or you get somebody going, pass it on, pass it on, pass it on to the next person. Or if you realize everyone's watching you, you might, you might kind of be like, oh, look what I'm doing. I'm passing it on. Now, we all do that. And the thing is, over the next few weeks here at St. Luke's, we're going to be thinking uh, a little bit uh, about uh, being generous. Being generous with our money especially, and our giving to the life of St. Luke's. And the reality is, we can feel about that like we do when we've got the pass the pass and the music is still going. We might groan at the idea. Or we might have to feel like we've got to be persuaded to do it. Or we're doing it because we know everyone's looking at us. Actually... That's not how God wants us to be like. That's not what God is making us to be like in Jesus. We're going to hear from the Bible in a moment that God loves a cheerful giver. Why does God love a cheerful giver? Because he is the most cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver because he is the most cheerful giver. And if you're visiting today, uh, if you're somebody who wouldn't call themselves a, a Christian, this is not me trying to get money out of you. If, if that's what you think at the end of it, I failed. I really hope you will get a glimpse of what God is really like, that he is the most cheerful giver. But I think we should play another round of Pass the Parcel. So, Ant, when you're ready, off we go. Oh, the music has stopped. There are some happy-looking faces, eight happy-looking faces in the room. Unwrap, unwrap a layer, see what you've got. Okay, what's anybody got? Anyone got anything? Some seeds. Packets of seeds. What seeds have you got? Peas. Anyone got any carrots? Tomatoes. So there should have been 
there should have been a packet of seeds there. And you might be thinking, why on earth have we got a packet of seeds? Well, we are going to turn to hear a little bit from the Bible now, from a letter in the New Testament written by Paul, uh, encouraging a church in Corinth to be generous, to be cheerful givers. And I want to see if you can spot why I've got a packet, eight packets of seeds going on. So we're going to hear uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. And Fiona is going to read those for us. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Brilliant, thank you. I wonder if you, you, you spotted why, why we got seeds there. Well, we're told that giving, being a cheerful giver, is a bit like planting seeds. So, imagine Farmer Tom. I've ploughed my field. No, I won't go there. Um, I've ploughed my field. It's time to sow my sweet pepper seeds in the ground. Uh, can you imagine then, if I, if I came to do it, and I've got my seeds, and instead of putting them in the ground, I go, oh, but they're my seeds. I want to keep them. They're mine. I'm not, I'm not sharing them with the earth. How am I doing as a farmer? Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish, absolutely. Instead, the farmer is excited. Why? Because of what the seed will produce. What will grow because of it. Cheerful giving doesn't happen uh, when we feel like we've just got to do it. Cheerful giving doesn't happen when somebody twists our arms behind our backs. Cheerful giving comes when we realize that us being generous is not about what we're not going to have. It's about what God will do through our generosity. God's going to do something good, amazing, fruitful. There's going to be a harvest. God loves a cheerful giver because he is the most cheerful giver. Giving is like sowing. I think we should play parcel parcel again. Off we go. No, it's still going. It's still going. Oh. Do, 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 do. There we go. Have an unwrap. What have you got? Okay, hopefully if you unwrap that layer, you've got a little bag of chocolate buttons for the only reason that God is a cheerful giver. Let's have another round of parcel parcel. Okay. Oh. Okay, what have you got? Hopefully you should have a real stash of Haribo. Loads of them. Why have you got a big stash of Haribo? Well, we're going to hear straight in there. I love it. Uh, we're going to hear again uh, the next few verses in our reading uh, from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. We're going to hear verses 8 to, nine, uh, 8 to 11, and Fiona is going to read those for us again. And God is able to bless you, bless you abundantly, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Thank you very much. You see, the trouble with being a cheerful giver, if you're like me and I suspect you might be, is even though you're not supposed to look at what you're going to miss out on, you still do. And that's why we're given a reminder here that every single thing that we have comes from God. 
And even when we've wanted what God gives, but we've not wanted God, when we've denied him, ignored him, pretended he's not there, do you know what God's been like towards us? He's been generous. He's been so generous because God is the most cheerful giver. He comes in Jesus and gives everything. He gives his own life. He dies on the cross to forgive our failings and our failures. And do you know what? He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do it. He chose to do that because he knew it would lead to something good. In the chapter before in 2 Corinthians, we're told, though Jesus was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. If you're a Christian here this morning, if you're a follower of Jesus, you are richer than... Uh, who's, who are the richest people in the world right now? Who knows? Jeff Bezos of Amazon, Elon Musk of the Tesla, you know, the two boys who have the rocket competition. They're probably the richest people. You, as a Christian, are richer than them. It's not that your wallets are as full as theirs, but you are richer than them because you know Jesus, whom everything belongs to. And he knows you, and he's committed to you, and he's forgiven you, and he shares everything with you. Now, that's not a promise that you will get more and more money if you're a Christian. It's not a promise that if you're a Christian, you'll get more and more Haribo. But it does say God is able to bless us abundantly so that in all all times, having all that you need, not all that you want, all that you need, you will abound in every good work. What's the good work? To be generous with all that God has given to us. And it's a a big cycle A big, cheerful generosity cycle that goes round and round. We're generous, God provides, so we can be generous again. And we're generous again to be generous on every occasion. God loves a cheerful giver. Why? Because he is the most cheerful giver. Let's play another round of Pass the Parcel. Oh, let's have an unwrap. And again, it's just a little packet of buttons, but it's a packet of buttons he didn't have when he came in because God is a cheerful giver. Let's have another round of Pass the Parcel. Oh, let's get unwrapping. And what have you found in there? Should be another packet of chocolate buns. Just a reminder that God is the most cheerful giver. And to build a bit of tension for the final round, which we are about to go into, let's play Pass the Parcel. Hey, fantastic. Okay, unwrap. But can you unwrap this one quite carefully? Just go very carefully with this one. Okay, in there, there should be a giant party popper. Don't do it yet, though. Don't do it. If you've got one, do you want to come and line up in the aisle with your party popper? Just a warning, if you don't like loud noises, or you've got little ones who don't like loud noises, feel free to cover your ears. That's okay. I've not actually tested these. I don't know how loud they are. Make sure you point them up. So come and, come and do it in the aisle down here. If you're watching at home, hopefully you might see some of these explode up into the air. Now, I think the trick is to twist the bottom of it. So when you're ready, point it to the ceiling and twist the bottom of it. Ready? Hey! Woo! 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 <laughs> Woo! Okay, sit back down there. We still got, we still got one more to go. Woo! Ah! Now, I have definitely got two uh, church wardens looking at me in disgust at how much cleaning up is there to do. I promise I will do the clearing up. I made the mess. I will clear it up. 
Why on earth have we just let off giant party poppers in church? Well, let's hear the final verses of our reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 12 to 15. Thank you very much, Fiona. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Fantastic. Well, the giant party poppers, maybe just give us a little glimpse of this idea that when God's people are generous, when we're cheerful givers, when we reflect God, it's, there's an overflow, there's an explosion of thanks to God. And so actually, I am going to leave the mess on the floor for quite a while as a reminder to us that God is the most cheerful giver. I want you just to take a moment, think of everything that goes on in the life of St. Luke's Church. Think what's gone on over the past 10 years. Think about what's going on right now. If you're not regular here, uh, maybe think of things you perhaps heard that go on here. There is so much to give thanks to God for. And there is thanks to be given to God because all of it is made possible because of God's generosity through the generosity of his people. A cheerful giving that flows out from an experience of knowing God as the most cheerful giver. So as we have tea and coffee later, as we uh, catch up, look at the floor and the mess and don't go, oh, what a mess. Isn't Tom going to have fun clearing up? Remember this, God is the most cheerful giver. We're to be cheerful givers because God is the most cheerful giver. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are full of joy. You are full of generosity. And in Jesus, you are making us to be like that as well. I pray we would know Uh, your goodness, your grace, your generosity, cheerfully given to us today. Amen.